0: Andrew, I feel like before we talk about anything else, there was something amazing that happened on your account uh, after we recorded last week. Um, Why don't you share with our listeners what happened?
1: Yeah, so that 92 plus Prime Icon SBC came out. I think it was going for between five and 600K if you had to buy everything off the market. You guys all kind of know at this point that I am basically done with the game and i had coins to spare fodder to spare and i was just like you know what i'm just doing it i'm probably gonna get shearer or someone like that but who cares like worth a shot and so i did it and i think i mostly use fodder i was telling you what i was spending on i don't remember it was certainly i spent less than 100k on it and open the pack open i always open these packs on console for you know just the genuine fun of it first thing pops up is a netherlands flag I'm like all right that's good then you see center forward and i'm like oh god damn it Bergkamp, camp really like that's where i'm thinking i'm like we know what the major cards are they're dutch and center forwards and stuff so i'm just like no way and then out pops johan Cruyff. And I, I think my jaw hit the floor. I was just so shocked. That's certainly the best card I've ever packed in any form whatsoever. Probably the best card I've ever owned in a FIFA. And That's yeah, amazing. So it truly is. Um, it actually, I mean, the Dutch links are actually pretty cool too. Cause it allows me to like play around with some things like this new Dumfries card, which is fun. And he's just a monster. So that's, you know, another nice thing on top of this five-star, five-star, five, star, five, star, five six-million coin card, just beast.
0: Wow. Congratulations. I'm really excited Thanks, for man. you. Uh, I'll be really curious as to maybe when the dust settles on FIFA 21, how many games played Cruyff will actually have in your squad?
1: <laughs> I imagine it will be less than 20. I, oh, uh, so sad. I'll look, it, I'll look it up while we're talking. Well, I'm just... We should talk about it. Cause I'd certainly, of course, I think it's part of the pack luck stuff. I hadn't played FIFA in like 10 days when I packed them. And it's clearly, I, I, I mean, I believe in weighted pack luck. I believe that EA is adjusting your pack luck to like kind of keep you engaged. And this absolutely did it for me. Right. I was, if you pack Cruyff and you're a freaking foot podcaster you have to go out and use them you can't you can't just sit back and not use them right so you have to try them and i did and it's the same bad game as always um, yeah he didn't solve all your
0: problems four,
1: he solved none of my problems he did not come and f- like dive into the net code and fix all of the delay issues and things like that i played four games with them i think i won three of them and tied one I think that was the record, all in rivals, all in Div Two. You know, so all against meta players. He's obviously elite. I'm playing with really at this point nothing but elite cards. I went out and bought Team of the Season Hungman Son just because I wanted to try him at some point, point. and I have Kimmich as a you know filling in the right wing spot on my uh, formation at least. You know, not in the actual in-game formation, but using him to using them in the midfield, but starting, you know, whatever I'm trying to say here, starting them off at right wing to get for Kim. So it's an interesting team, like super elite, as we kind of all know at the end of the year, everyone kind of ends up with elite teams, but I think, well, I guess we've talked in this podcast several times that the only type of upgrade to our squad would be someone like Croyth. And so maybe, maybe EA is listening. Did, did you do that SBC?
0: I did not do the SBC. I really thought about it for a while. Uh, <laughs> I did actually get an icon over the past week, but it was because I finished my swaps and I got Loudrup, who I think is maybe 140k on the PS market. Uh, So that's a huge L. It is nowhere near as exciting in Cruyff. Uh, He has like 81 or 82 shooting, and that's just obviously not going to cut it at this stage of the game. And I had, I had the 93 Ericsson and you know maybe I could have linked him in having Laudrup cuz they're both Danish. But I don't think Laudrup's worth yeah, Laudrup's not even worth playing and Ericsson I already put into an SBC. So he wasn't really that worthwhile to to try to force in. So uh,
1: Too soon on too soon on Ericsson. You didn't wait for the upgrade.
0: No, I did. I waited till he got to oh, okay. three. Yeah. Okay. And uh but still just Laudrup, major disappointment and we don't need to talk about him any further. Uh I would just yeah. say I was, I was definitely heartbroken uh, at the end of it.
1: I can imagine. So I will report back to you guys. I, I will play this game a little more. Um, I have mostly been on a MLB The Show grind. I think you kind of know that, but I've now taken a step up and I'm playing online a lot too. And really does show how broken FIFA's Game is because or servers are because I'm playing cross play, so you know it's all just like Call of Duty or almost every game now is cross. I'm playing PlayStation players, Xbox players, I don't think it's PC, I think it's limited to those two. There's a little bit of delay, but it's nothing like not remotely, like the way FIFA is, and it certainly doesn't feel one sided when there's a delay. It's like the game's just like, nope, hold up, stop, everything stops wait until everything buffers out and we're ready to go again. And then we play. And it's just, I don't know. So that's a struggle for me because I like play this one game. It's like, oh, this is clean. I'm having fun. It's easy connections. I tried this other game that I'm obviously obsessed with and talk to you every week about and just can't get it to work. And I don't know why. So, but I will try to play some more games. And if nothing else, I'll just play Tyler and (laughs) friendlies.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I, yeah, I want to know like, who he kind of compares to and feels like. I used the mid Cruyff like months ago, and I thought he was amazing at the time. Uh, but this moments one looks really just incredible. Uh, and so, you know, obviously being five star skills, five star weak foot, he can pretty much do anything. So, uh, yeah,
1: let, let's spend some more time talking about, I could you. I'm sure other people, like obviously not a lot of people have this Cruyff, but probably the thought process behind where should I play him? Because I actually don't know. I've kind of tried him both at striker and at cam, and I'm not sure if either of those are the right position. It seems like a waste to try to put him out on a wing in like a 4-3-3 or something, or even on the wing in a 4 2 2 so i don't know if you have any thoughts there but i am actually a little bit at a loss so i tried both striker and cam and he's like obviously he's good there but was he noticeably elite i feel like i just haven't fully unlocked his potential yet
0: what uh formation are you primarily running these days are you still doing your japes's four three three brackets two
1: no i use the diamond that i stole from boris Ah yes okay got me to that like whatever good gold level one is. And then um, who are also, your
0: other attackers? Like, trying to remember your squad. Who else is in there?
1: Well, I'm actually looking at my other formations, because I have a couple other formations. So, the four triple two and the... I tried the four three two one just to see how it would work. And I might have put Cruyff at the right wing there. So, I just... Um, Cantona and then Hungman Sun are the other ones. But, you know, a whole host of characters. Insigne, Neymar, Lozana... Uh, joseph martinez try all of those you know as subs or as starters just depending on how i feel
0: yeah i a son for me is a hundred percent a striker and i honestly i i would probably use cruyff as striker alongside him uh just to obviously have both guys be five-star weak foots like you literally never have to think about anything just shoot and for me, that would kind of be the preferential thing. And I'd put Cantona in as the, the cam, if you're running the, the diamond. And I think his strength would help kind of run and glitch through the defenders a little bit. And so I feel like Cantona may be just a touch slower than those other two guys. And for me, I think cam just makes a little more sense. Uh, but I think you're, I mean, you're playing him in the, in the right places and trying him out when I had Cruyff, the, the mid version months ago I used him exclusively at striker and I thought he was fantastic I really loved him I was using him and baby Eusebio and they were a real dynamic duo and pair that I felt like finishing was really just the best that I've probably ever had in this game with those two strikers up top and I kind of regret moving away from it Uh, sad days for me Uh, but yeah I'm really eager to hear more about it once you get some more games on your belt but really happy for you that's awesome that you got him (laughs) yeah uh hopefully you get above 20 20 games of use with them otherwise it feels real sad to let something so great uh go to waste but i understand why
1: yeah yeah i I also feel i wish there was another mode that i could really use them in besides squad battles and rivals or weekend league right like some not as competitive as rivals or not as sweaty as rivals but not as uh, at this point boring as squad battles so i don't know Anyways, let's move on, because we got a lot more to talk about. And I think the first thing is we had a couple of cup finales. The Euros and Copa America both had finals. You know, shout-outs, congratulations to Argentina and Italy, and also to the runners-up, Brazil and England. Fantastic runs as well. Everyone, you know, and the FIFA community was caring about the Brazil-Argentina upgrades, and I think in the actual soccer community cared a lot more about the Italy and England match.
0: Yeah, it was great. I mean, did you watch uh, both of these games?
1: I did. I did. I think the Argentina-Brazil game felt very Concacafy y to me, which is also very um y too, you know, just a big grinded out. Everyone's just punching each other at all times and they don't call fouls and a war of teams who hate each other. I thought many times like, oh, I'm watching U.S. versus Mexico here. Like these guys hate each other. It's just like a more much more talented version than that. Di Maria's goal was beautiful. I think Martinez, the goalie for Argentina, made some incredible saves. I'm kind of shocked how good he was. And then Neymar seemed to boss the pitch to me, but not um ultimately didn't come up with the you know winning goal.
0: Yeah, I think that's a perfect synopsis. I thought the Di Maria, like the touch, the chip, like it was just beautiful and i was like welcome oh my God. to the chip <laughs> life welcome to the chip
1: <laughs> life i'm sure Japes shouted that at the tv
0: yeah it was awesome and then i thought the second half was like thrilling it felt like there was going to be more goals like constantly to come uh, i think you're right martinez really saved the day for the argentina squad but it was a great game really fun to watch uh loved it and i was happy for argentina to win for messi to finally get Uh, a win with the national team I think that's obviously been a huge asterisk kind of against his career that people have have held against him. he certainly didn't seem to do a whole lot for the team in this particular game but he's clearly a big part of why Argentina have been successful and uh, obviously one of the greatest players in the world and I'm super happy for him it was great Uh, and then yeah the game today the game today of the England Italy match I thought was super exciting, very tense, very nervy. I think it's so sad to like have a game like come down to penalties. Like it just feels like such a coin flip. And then it's also like so awful for the players that are involved on the losing side of things. It just doesn't feel near as fair as doing something like golden goal, where you just either just have unlimited extra time and play until the team scores, or you just, I don't know, to some extent, I feel like I'd rather see a game end via a golden goal rule than a penalty shootout.
1: I also would like to see that, although I had brought that up to a couple of friends and the response was they agreed, but actually if in practice, most people think golden goal would actually make the gameplay worse because no one would ever try to take a chance. It would be kind of similar to old NHL playoff hockey where just, it'd be fi- when it was still five on five and they just kind of sat on the puck all the time. And so you just don't do anything because no one's willing to take the chance to lose. Cause there's no way to get it back. So it's, it's almost like you need some in between like the new hockey overtime rules where they take players off. And so let's play like seven on seven soccer, which, but then it's kind of like, is that soccer? No. So why are like, it's it's, it is closer to playing, side closer to the full game than penalty kicks are but it's not the same thing and it maybe rewards different things like the ability to bring on marcus rashford to play right back for a few minutes
0: (laughs) totally yeah maybe they'll break they could bring in like new nets every like five minutes and it's like they just increasingly get bigger and bigger (laughs) and like or or the
1: opposite or the opposite smaller but take out the goalie
0: yeah no totally uh but congrats to italy uh happy for them Uh, they looked like a great team all tournaments and I actually felt like after the Shaw goal maybe 15-20 minutes into the game they kind of settled down and then in the second half they looked by far the better side and I felt like they were they were at least deserving of the win uh so congrats to Italy on that It was very exciting uh was a little bummed because my Verratti path to glory card had already been fully upgraded to five star five star and so this extra win doesn't do anything for him. Uh, so that part I think was kind of a bummer. Uh, I have Chilwell on my main account, which I'm not even using, but uh, if, if I ever do go back to it, it would have been nice if he had been, you know, gotten a, a five-star, five-star. So that would have been cool to have had that in the squad. So I had some level of rooting interest because of that into, into England. And so, um, sorry, English fans. Um, we'll hope for something better in, three years i guess next time around
1: one year one year next oh next yeah winter next yeah. winter is going or it's the world cup houston, time. the houston miami not cutter cup <laughs> that is going to happen um but i'm actually yeah i feel really sad for england i wasn't really rooting for either side i thought italy going in was a better team but Uh, I am wearing my Southampton kit. So I was ecstatic that Luke Shaw scored that goal player who came up to the Southampton Academy. And I love, and I actually just probably one of those type of players who came up right as I was becoming a fan of Southampton. So it was just like a great moment and I loved him and I'm like, so glad for his success. So crushing the way to lose. I think more than anything, that to me was heartbreaking. Just the way Southgate brought on two teenagers at the end, like with basically no time, no warm up, basically nothing, and just like oh now go kick the most important balls of your entire lives as teenagers. There's no no pressure whatsoever. And on one hand, maybe you're like oh yeah you're like 19, 20, 21, like you you can't feel the pressure that Messi felt last night. On the other hand, that's it just sucks and like you're not as composed as I assume. I don't know. Trent Alexander-Arnold would have been if he was there, and then just setting it up back to back to back to be Rashford, Sancho, and Saka. I don't. I, I just, as a neutral in this, just felt like what a shitty thing to do to these kids. Like, yes, maybe they'd have their moments of glory and you give them a chance, but I, I like Sterling and Grealish can't take fucking free, can't take fucking penalty kicks. Like that. That was the consensus of the people I was watching with and texting with. It was just like. um I thought Grealish was going to go for 120 million. He can't kick a fucking penalty. He's not yeah. one of the five best in England.
0: Yeah, I wonder does Southampton have any players who might have been able to play for England and take a penalty?
1: Yeah, I wasn't going to say that. I wasn't going to bring it up. Um, to I don't want to rub salt in the wound, but yes, obviously James Ward-Prowse is an elite. F- Uh, Penalty kick taker, and he would have. I think he is one of the five best for the England squad. And if you're making 120th minute subs, I think he would have been a a good answer, and would have hit a ball very similar to the one Harry Kane scored, with just like hitting the side netting only, and just like a pure stroke of beauty. Also, shout out to Harry Maguire. That was a beautiful kick. Top in, right? Just like smashed
0: it. That was the greatest penalty I've ever seen, and I didn't. I've never seen Harry Maguire take a penalty, but. My God, I feel like he should be taking them for for United going forward because that thing was crushed. It was per-
1: I mean, he shouldn't be because they still have Paul Pogba, who also who hit the only other penalty kick I've ever seen that was more beautiful than that one. But my God, what a! I was just like, why is he up in? Why is he up second? He's like, oh, I see. <laughs> so sorry, England fans, but you know, fortunately, you do only have what. 16, 17 months until a shot at redemption, and all of these teenagers are going to be coming up. You know, maybe Sancho and Rashford will actually get a play this time, and Grealish too. And we'll see what happens. So, yeah,
0: I'd probably put England as my favorite for the World Cup. Like, I mean, this team is so young, and like, they're just going to get better. And 16 months from now, like, I I just have to assume that they're going to be the best there is. And so I'm excited for them. Like, I think they have a bright future ahead of them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's probably the same. Same guys as always hard to count out Italy because it's only going to be one year from now. And while some of their defenders are going to be older, you know, they're not going to be that old still. They're, they're still younger than we are. That's, that's right. That's, that's disgusting, but true. And yeah. then, you know, they've, they've got a lot of youth too, Chiesa and those folks.
0: Yeah, Chiesa, my God, he looked incredible today. Like, what a game he, he had. Him. He is incredible.
1: Um, yeah, okay. Let's get back into foot.
0: All right. So, yeah, we had another Summer Stars promo team. This is team two. Uh, we finally got that Neymar card. 99 rated Neymar looks unbelievable. There's a five star skill, five star weak foot, Raheem Sterling, who looks unbelievable. uh Andrew, what are your thoughts overall on this promo team? Uh, I imagine since you haven't been playing a whole lot, you kind of just mentioned uh, the new. Attackers in your team. Uh, Is there anyone you've used? Anyone you've packed? Uh, What's your overall feel on the team?
1: I have not used or packed anyone yet, but man, does this look like a good squad? You you mentioned... Uh, sterling right F- five-star five-star upgrade looks amazing he has a unique body type which i do think is a important thing that people talk about a lot you know that's why people think name or think Neymar and ronaldo and mbappe are elite players is because they have their actual body types in the game as opposed to some generic the, i don't even know what card you put on rashford because he is so cracked out and everywhere 99 speeds mostly 99 shooting cards uh, stats i mean mostly 90
0: rashford are you did you mean sterling or
1: i meant sterling i'm looking at sterling's card on footbin and just saying rashford because he's in my head right now <laughs> so, um yeah sterling of course raheem sterling this five-star five are raheem sterling it, what a freaking card so i am thinking about you know i said i picked up son but this card is clearly significantly better so maybe i will go pick him up instead and that would pretty much um do it for my coins, but he seemed worth it if I'm gonna be using anyone. Man, it's but did anyone else I've been looking and you know, EA didn't make it really clear. Did no one else seems to have gotten the five-star, five star upgrade? So it's almost like they're throwing a bone to England for making it to the finals, but not having anyone, you know, really worthwhile. Like Kane didn't get a five-star, five star, for example, and the squad or anything like that. So um, did I miss any other upgraded weak foots or skill moves that I should have paid attention uh, to?
0: There are probably some guys that got upgraded from like three-star to four-star. Uh, I don't think it's worth going into into the details. I think the, the truth of the matter is if you pack any of these guys, they're going to be great. Like all of these cards just have such, such boosted stats that I mean, if you're not in a a maybe top 10, top 15 team of the season card, all of these new cards are better than like 90 plus percent of all of team of the season. And so I think if you can get these guys in, like you should probably make a run for it and try to try to add them to your, to your squads because they look insane.
1: Yeah. I agree. You know, one that's actually sticking out from this week to me is Jordi Alba because his, I think his tots card was maybe the actual best left back in the game already pretty close. I felt like he was really an elite card. I know a lot of y'all have done Ramos. I obviously have done Ramos. I've been rocking Alba in my starting squad, essentially no matter what, since La Liga tots. And this card is it's like 200 overall or in-game stats better than the tots version. So this is just an, an insane upgrade. He's, if you're playing something like I'm playing the, the diamond, the four, one, two, one, two second version, you know, you have your left backs and right backs, uh spamming up and down the pitch and this Alba card looks built for
0: it yeah and the Alejandro Gomez uh the Argentine uh Cam uh, who plays for Sevilla he got a five-star weak foot uh, and so an upgrade there for him I bet that card is insane in game I've always really liked his gold card uh this year actually Sterling too his gold card for me early on in the year was fantastic and so I think if if I were you, and I had your coin balance, I think I would probably drop Sun, and I would add that Sterling card. I think that looks like a fun move to make. And you're right, the unique body type—like you get—he actually like has his arms like running funny, like he does yeah. in real life. And I just think that's fun to see on the pitch. So I would totally go for it.
1: So I'm probably going to do that, but I think I'm going to wait until the guaranteed player comes out, just because that does seem to drop the prices
0: a lot. Yeah, and you might Did get you, you might get Neymar, so maybe that'll change the whole thing.
1: Did, did you do last week's? Did you get anything worth note doing
0: it? Uh God, for some reason now, I just totally drawing a blank and forgetting who I got last week.
1: I believe you I... got Bravo or Ronaldo. Oh, uh, that's right.
0: Yeah, you're right. I got I had packed Romero from um, some untradable pack somewhere throughout the week, and I chucked him into the, the guaranteed path to glory player, and I got bravo. So thank you for the reminder. Uh, <laughs> totally underwhelming and yeah, we'll look forward to to that later this week for Team Two, and I imagine I'll probably also get you know maybe the the I don't know how you say it, Mela, the left back, the Danish guy, Yarmolenko, uh, who I've actually already packed in a player pick SBC, uh, or Lapadula, the per, the Peruvian guy. Obviously, I think they're all very good cards, and I would again I would still use them as subs, and I think they'll they'll be fun to try out, but you know they're not they're not worth a whole lot. How about yeah, you?
1: Yeah, that's. A- No, that's right. Um, Well, last week, I obviously did it. And I I think I mentioned I got the Dumfries card and Uh, moved him into my starting squad because I think he's maybe the he might even be better than Ramos at center back. That's probably not true, but he is perfect to pair with Ramos at center back because they both are just 99 strength, just monsters. So he does have high, high work rate, which I guess is a bit of a problem, but I've given up caring about that at this point given that I'm not playing super competitively. So yeah, we'll come back next week and say who we got, because hopefully we'll get someone great. I'm really, I try to, I don't know how you feel, how our listeners feel. I try to keep my expectations low and you know, just shoot for, I'd be really happy with Fernand Torres or Alba or Cavani or someone in that 150 200k range just like don't give me summer please and then anything else will make me, i mean lukaku would i'd be incredibly happy to see the Belgian flag uh lukaku is one of my favorite players in real life so that's that's my actual realistic hope
0: yeah yeah i'm totally with you uh and so we'll see uh We also got some showdown SBCs over the week. Uh, I imagine you probably haven't done any of these, but we had the Tiago Silva and Correa uh, SBC for the Copa America final. And then we had Jorginho Declan Rice for uh, the Euros final. Uh, Did you do either of those SBCs?
1: I didn't do them. I think I love the showdown SBC concept. I think it feels a little late in the year and those cards or maybe appropriately priced, but at the same time, you can go out and buy any of these, you know, there's tons of these summer stars cards or the PTG cards that are relatively in the same price range that seem just as good. You know, you could go out and get LaPorte instead of Tiago Silva. And I think they feel comparable. And then that's a tradable card versus not. So I did not, So long story short, I did not do it. I did not take the gamble on like, cause that's really what it is gambling that you're, that, team is going to get the win Um, but they do look great cards I love 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 the concept and hope they keep that rolling I I assume this is one of their most popular SBCs of the year Uh, did you do it did you have any thoughts I, I imagine I'm sorry before you answer is I imagine Declan Rice was probably one of the most completed SBCs of the year given price and English love in this community
0: yeah for sure I think I swear I've seen somewhere that like England, I think makes up like almost 50% of the FIFA player base across the world, which is insane. But I'm sure you're right because actually Declan Rice's card does look fantastic. And had they won and he got a plus two would have just been ridiculous. I actually didn't do uh, the, the Euro SBCs. I did complete Korea, uh, And the reason I did it, I have an untradeable path to glory, Zhao Felix, who's in my new June 10th RTG account. And the Korea link, obviously, getting that strong link helps him get into my squad. And I didn't need an attacking-minded player at all. I actually really needed a defensive player, and Tots Lorente totally made sense to fill that void. Uh, but you know what? I was like, it's late in the game, and I don't know how much longer I'm going to keep playing. Screw it. Let me just do this SBC. And that gave me uh, another vested interest in the Copa America finale. Obviously, also have a Vinicius Jr. And so I was cheering between getting a, a five star weak foot Vinicius Jr. or a plus two on Korea. I think I would have rather had the five star weak foot on Vinicius Jr. just to have made him like an elite, <laughs> elite card. Uh, I mean, he's already an elite card. He's fantastic. I love, I've used yeah. him a lot, but the plus two on Korea, I'm sure will be helpful. But I'm playing him as a CM and He's got something like 63 defending, and it'll probably get to like 65 or 66 with the shadow. He's in the 70s, but he's not really great at that role that I'm using him in. Uh, I don't really think it was the smartest of, of moves, but it actually kind of led me to revamping my squad a little bit where uh, I had been using Thorgan Hazard in, uh, on 5 Kim with a link to that Pizcheck, uh, SBC yeah. card. And I benched both of them. And I brought in Golovin, the Path to Glory card, and Klaus, the team of the season, uh, French right back. And now everyone on my team is in 10-10, which is great. So that That's part up. feels fun. Yeah. So um,
1: yeah, I was actually about to suggest to you to use Korea in the midfield. He actually looks really good there. I don't know, slap one of these defensive or midfielder, but probably defensive type, you know, architect, powerhouse, guardian, something like that on him. Boost him yeah. up to like 70, you know, 82 defensive awareness or 75 interceptions, like that's completely passable as a CM if you pair them with someone who's a real CDM type. Like that seems great. And at this time of the game, like 99 agility, 98 balance, 92 reactions, like the speed is great. Like I, you would have them at like 97 aggression based at. Like that card's good. That card's yeah. a fine midfielder.
0: Yeah, you're right. I'm being a snob. Uh, I think it does actually make sense. And I think the squad in game is a pretty good setup. My, my real weak link is gold Vron I hate him. Like I, he's always like ruined me for all of my opponents. Like he just all year has been that card that drives me insane, but he just doesn't work properly for me. And it frustrates the hell out of me and he just can't turn. He can't pass very well. Uh, and it just drives me nuts. So that's really my problem with my squad. And my midfield is fine, so I'll I'll move on. But anyway, I did correct Korea. I'm <laughs> excited for the plus two. We'll see how he goes. Uh, we did also get another uh, SBC today. The the king dropped. I mean, I feel like this has been our favorite player for like the past three plus Fifas. Prime uh, yeah. icon moments. Eusebio finally came July 11th. It's here. ish million coins on playstation and xbox 2.4
1: million hours of your time to complete 17 sbc squads
0: so many squads why did they do this
1: and i thought we under we had a semi understanding that they were going to require icons so we could dump our you know like I've got a 93 Prime Henri or my 92 Icon Moments Nedved that I would love to put in this SBC. Honestly, I would put in Torres if I could find, you know, if it was like put in Torres and then spend another 600K on it or something. So it's kind of crazy to me that they haven't done that. But I think I probably answered the question you were about to ask is, how's I do- have I done this? No, I have not. Um, I'm not going to do it. I'm obviously I just pet Cruyff. So that kind of means I'm definitely not going to do it. Would I happily, I personally would trade Cruyff to get that Eusebio just straight up like EA devs. If you want to let me do that, that'd be awesome. You know, Give me a DM. But uh, I like, mean, it's July. Why are they doing this so late? Why is it so expensive? Like, I don't know.
0: I actually don't even think it's expensive. Like. I think two point four million for that card totally feels fair to me. That, like, it's that, more, sorry, I
1: should more say the seventeen squads feels like the problem. Yeah. I'm, I'm more complaining about that than the price of those <laughs>
0: Exactly, it's expensive in terms of your time. Like, oh my god, this is going to take like four hours to try to do all those squads. Like that part is ridiculous. Uh, I, I, I'm, I think they're clearly not going to require icons in any SBCs now. Like to me, that finally seems apparent which is really devastating because on my main account, I think I have six or seven icons that I would happily put into an SBC. And it's really unfortunate that they're only going to count, you know, as 87 or 88 rated in these squads, as opposed to like unlocking an entire icon requirement and knocking off 300 K off the price of an SBC. And if, if this had been maybe 12 squads and an icon or two icon requirements like that would have just made way more sense it would have felt like a lot less time and effort involved and it also would have like been a reason for us to have held those icons all year and they were they said they might use make icon requirements and i think that ambiguity is just frustrating because we all held them for this exact potential reason and now it seems like oh that's just not going to happen And I totally may be wrong, maybe in two weeks, they're gonna drop R9 and there's gonna be a five icon requirement to to unlock it and do it. But I'm kind of over waiting and I'm just, I'm probably not gonna do this Eusebio SBC because I've already spent all my coins. I don't really have much fodder left. I mean, I have a decent amount of fodder on the main, but I think I'd have to actually like clear the entire bench and I still wouldn't have the coins to, to actually complete. So probably not getting Eusebio this year. little sad about it but life goes on
1: yeah you know one thing i was thinking is if they required icons it'd probably change our icon swap decisions as well it would make taking the 81 times 10 pack or taking the random just like roulette wheel pick or you know just random card that's not a pick make you less likely to do that and more just like let me go get schweinsteiger for six Guarantee lock in that rating, lock in that player, and go put them directly in Eusebio.
0: Yep, for sure.
1: So that's another. I don't know. I wish they would do that too. Um, cool. Let's move on. Uh, Eusebio, you're the goat. Um, if you're wondering why, I I think I've kind of covered. I feel like I say it every week. Man, his shot is just so powerful. It's just basically point and click. Like if you guys have never tried him, do the loan. It's an 82 rated squad, and you get him for five games. It is so broken, like. The, the animation, the special stuff. The only guy who's like comparable is uh, Ronaldo. Not, not R9, I think CR7 is the only one who's comparable in the point and shoot. Like if you use his, I'm sure the Summer Stars is that way, but the Team of the Year is that way for sure. Just like point and click and the ball goes in and the goalie's is just like vapor. <laughs> so yeah. Try out the loan if you guys have never used Eusebio because he is so much fun.
0: Yeah, he's just a complete striker. I mean, great pace shot power is insane and the ball just goes like a rocket and because he's five-star weak foot it's literally like from anywhere like he's just always just smashing the ball into the back of the net like i love him i definitely think he's my favorite uh player to use in all of foot so if you have the coins if you're looking to do an icon like for sure you save us the guy go get it and have fun yep
1: yeah, absolutely
0: uh, one quick thing I mentioned earlier, I completed my icon swaps when I got Uh I did want to shout out, there was just this really amazing experience I had in actually completing the friendlies where I was using the Serie A, La Liga, and uh, who's the other league that was required? It wasn't Bundesliga, whatever. You know, there's three leagues where you have prim? to- Was it Prem? Yeah, that's right. It was Prem. Thank you. And I got into my first game and guy scored the goal. I quit go back into the next game and I match the same guy and he immediately offside traps pulls his goalie and lets me score and I was like oh my god this is awesome and I like messaged him what a mensch
1: what a yeah. mensch
0: and so I messaged him thank you and it was like funny cuz like I'm like on my phone typing in the, on the app like the name of the player and his name is drunk mexican 310 and I was like this is a great name. uh love it and he's like hey like let's if we match again like do you want to just trade wins and I was like yeah let's do it and I'm playing on PS5 where there's a, there's not a huge player base that's happening. And so we literally kept matching each other over and over and over and over again. And so he finished like his 12 wins and then I still had like eight more to go. And he helped me, like he just kept logging even though he'd already completed and didn't need any wins. He just let me start running through all of my games that I needed to complete. Uh, we ended up having to drop off and I was like, that was an awesome experience. Uh, I've only got a few games left that I need to, to finish out. And the very next player I messaged to me, it was like, Hey, do you want to trade wins? And I don't know how to say his, his name, but it was A G H S T I S B R N. So if you're out there, if you're listening uh, you guys are both goats. Uh, thank you so much. Really appreciated it. But I would recommend it's this a ghost, to anybody. It's a, ghost,
1: it's a ghost is born. I think.
0: Oh, yeah. A ghost is born. Yeah. Missing missing a few letters, ghost. but you O's. O's. missing the ah, O's. You're so smart, Andrew. Uh, I've must... been looking
1: at this for an hour. Uh-huh. so
0: I... <laughs> Yeah, but I was honestly, like, I've never had that experience. Maybe other people have been doing this for ages, but I think it's super helpful to be on the next-gen console. Like, that does help because there's such a smaller player base where you're not matching randoms all the time, but we would just keep matching the same person over and over and over. It was great. And so Icon swaps for me flew. And so even though I got a shitty loud drip, at least I didn't spend like a whole Saturday trying to unlock and complete it. Like it only took me like an hour. So uh, that part was awesome. So shout out to that those guys, so thank awesome. you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and like if you were told, like if you were just told you had a guaranteed loud drip to go grind for, but you only had to spend an hour to do it, you would do that. I would do that, right? That's easy so shout out to those guys man that's great that's what i want from the fifa community it's just what's not there because of the way the game is set up that they don't want you to do that and they don't let you grind out your stuff and um i know i'm talking about mlb the show a lot lately but the most major difference is like they have a lot of the same objective grindable stuff but you know how like we hate playing squad battles where it's like hey you have to score 30 goals and whatever and you have then you have to play the end and that's why we all use the glitch and stuff like that now in mlb show you hit three home runs of the player that you need to hit three home runs with you can quit right then and it counts like you okay. just go you're just done just like oh you're done with your objective you're done keep going on your day yeah so, that sounds beautiful mm-hmm so we've got a couple of questions this week, uh, one from a dear listener and one from myself that I asked our friends and community for personal reasons. So the first one, uh, Leopold Smith, Leo Smith, eighty three on Twitter, asked us, essentially, you know, it, it, he has several questions, but essentially the idea is, how do I have so much fodder from just kind of playing the game and not buying FIFA points? And really, you know, we've talked about not trading that much. Um, And the other question is kind of how do you get more fodder for free once you've wrenched your club through the upgrades, which we certainly have been doing kind of nonstop. So those are two things, you know, I was able to do Ramos and Cantona, basically with the fodder in my club and you've been able to do similar things throughout the year. So why don't you go ahead and start?
0: Yeah, I, my answer will be like the, the most basic one of most of the things that I get are earned through the game. So I do grind all of the season objectives. I mean, I've hit level 30, I think every season so far, very likely to hit level 30 again this time because I want that Linglet uh, uh, center back card to add to my squad so I can get shitty gold Varan out of my club. Uh, but along the way, obviously, there's a lot of packs that you unlock by doing that. Uh, By doing objectives, but I also will do like all the silver beasts and uh, all of those kind of weekly pack objectives that come out, I make sure to do all those things to the much as much as I can so that I can get extra packs.
1: When we say silver beasts, you mean the actual objective that gets you a rare mega pack, not the 74 rated card, because that's obviously not useful fodder so exactly I think silver silver stars i think is a 74 rated player and silver beast is the bi-weekly rare mega pack
0: that's exactly right and yeah so it's like score 10 goals using a silver team of the week player uh score some amount of goals or, or wins with an all silver team in squad battles it's like those types of objectives and i will do all of those so that i get those extra packs and then with rivals rewards, I take in tradables. I've played quite a bit of weekend league over the year. And so that obviously gives me packs. I play squad battles by doing things like Silver Beast. And so I'm always trying to like do the things that just bring cards into my club naturally through playing the game. And I would say that works to like an extent. Like I get some cards where I can always kind of run through and do from what's in my club, I can rip through a bunch of those upgrades, but then I kind of am at a point where I'm dry. And so then it's only, Hey, what can I replenish over the next week or two with the, the new content that comes out? But that's actually all I do. I don't do any methods to actually replenish my club with additional fodder. I do think there are some methods and Andrew, uh, if there are any that you do uh, feel free to share.
1: No, you really hit what I do as well. It's just For the fodder piece, it's mostly just play the game, grind out upgrade packs when they come out, especially when they're good value. There's times they're good value. There's times they're very bad value. And, you know, I mentioned I think each individual account is rigged too. So there's been times where the 83 plus for me is just giving out like on average like an 86 rated card. And I'm going to do that until it stops giving out those cards to me. So I do that a bit, including going buying cards off the market when I feel like my pack weight is juiced. So that's maybe the one different thing I do, is just like super grind out those packs trying to like, you know, during La Liga, it felt like I was getting a ton of just high rated fodder to store in my club. But other than that, also just I almost always take untradable rivals rewards hoarding my packs, I try to do as many of the objectives as I can. I also do the silver beast SPC and really, you know, whenever I feel like it um try to do any of like anytime they give you like a rare player pack or rare even a rare gold pack, anything like that. Those are just it's just extra fodder that just kind of accumulates over time. And if like part of it's if you're taking like a thousand swings at these packs, you're bound to get a few elite cards. And you're also just bound to get just endless fodder out of that so that's kind of it and just hoarding i hoard it too until like there's something i really 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 want we have kind of brought up i think many times now that my rule is my theoretical rule is if i'm going to not going to use the player for at least 100 games then i don't do it like i don't do the spc if i don't envision myself using them for 100 games and so that causes me to skip you know the Declan rices of the world and cards like that so that, that's the other way I end up hoarding stuff is I just never never do anything and I guess the last thing which is actually maybe more of your tip to me that I've started doing this year is don't. if you're done with a card you know if you did a foot freeze card and you're just basically done with it and we're at this stage of the game it can go into the SBC it's it's a, you don't have it's not necessarily a panini card collecting game where you have to keep. I Zagadu went into an SP into my Kimmich SBC recently because I'm just never going to use them again. He's a great card. Never going to use them. I'd rather take the rating and not have to you know, spend 70,000 coins to replace that value. So that that's the other thing is don't hold on to some cards that even if they're expensive or whatever, if they're untradable in your club and you're not going to use them, just dump them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I, I fully agree. I think if I was to go try to do the Eusebio SBC on my main account, like I have guys on my bench like Tots Depay, who's fantastic, but I would put him into that Eusebio SBC. Like, it's like good riddance. Like, Eusebio is, if I got him, would probably play more than 100 games and uh, wouldn't even think twice about it. So, uh, yeah. definitely don't hang on to stuff just because you know that it's a good card. Like, just because EA gave Although, it to course- you doesn't mean you have to use it.
1: Of course, I say all this, and I dumped Navas and Birthday Adama Traore into the 92-plus icon that obviously wound up in Cruyff. But if I had known that there's going to be a Spanish requirement for Weekend League, I might have actually just played Weekend League instead and like kept those cards that are really good and went up like a lot in value and stuff. So that's you know me getting burnt by that, but at the same time, it's still the right advice, and you can never kind of... Um, you are never going to know what EA is going to do. So if if you're done with the card, you know, and if he's not in your starting squad and really doesn't have a realistic chance, get rid of it. So the other question I I mentioned from me, I, I asked it to all of my Twitter followers, all of FootFix Twitter followers, and I'm going to ask it to you. What's your setup? Like what, what are you doing? Screen wise, controller wise, To me, the most important part of it is chair-wise. Are you standing? Are you sitting in a special chair? Uh, All of that.
0: Yeah, so uh, controller, I use the standard PS5 controller, the one that came with it. Uh, They're actually pieces of shit, and I don't love it. I mentioned on one of our earlier podcasts, the triangle or through ball button broke on mine after about two months of playing FIFA. Uh, So far, the second controller has been working working fine. Uh, But there are actually a lot of people who have problems with the new PS5 controllers. They have a lot of uh, drift on the sticks, which people experience. I thankfully uh, have not had that problem yet. Uh, As for screen, I use a $250 uh, computer screen that I bought off Amazon that I use both for work and for gaming purposes. Nothing special. Um, I think I think even it's like graph. I think it might max out at like 720 HD. Like it doesn't have like all the latest and greatest technology. I see people post on Twitter, these like beautiful curved screens. I definitely have ambitions to make an upgrade there someday. Uh, but it just hasn't felt that important or that relevant. So I haven't gotten there. And then for chair, uh, so I, my PS5 is in, I have an office that I work from home. And so I have a, an office that I work in and within the office, I have like a very nice, like comfortable leather chair. And so I actually sit in like a real chair. And so I'll give Andrew a little look here, but it's like, oh, oh, that
1: is a real, real chair, not like a real leather desk chair. That is a like sitting room type chair. Yeah,
0: exactly. This is one that like, you know, you're, your dad would probably sit and drink a, a whiskey uh, cocktail in in the evening in the living room, and I have that yeah. in my office, and that's my that's my FIFA gaming chair as well. Nice.
1: Um, so I'll let you guys all know. I think Tyler knows most of this already, but I'll tell all of our listeners. So I also do a similar setup of I've changed over the years, but right now I am doing the work from home dual monitors. They're both Philips. 24 inch monitors that I bought off of Amazon. So one of those is usually having videos or Twitter or something open, and the other's gameplay when I'm not working. Uh, at my, it's a adjustable standing desk. So sometimes I stand, but most of the time I sit. Um, I was asking mainly this week because I just bought a new desk chair after 14 months on lockdown. Uh, it's time to go away from a shitty standing. Or, shitty folding chair, like generic folding chair and upgrade to an actual adult chair. So that is very nice and has like lumbar support and all those things that us old fogies need. Uh, And the last thing, I actually didn't think about this when I asked the question, but this has actually been an incredible upgrade for my MLB experience. And I think it's probably going to be great for FIFA too, is all of the MLB streamers and YouTubers and stuff are all sponsored by and promote this thing. And they all use it called Control Freaks. Control with a K. Freaks is spelled F-R-E-E-K-S. You'll find it though, right? It's not hard to, it's these little buttons that go on top of your joysticks and they have them for PlayStation and Xbox. And they're like extensions basically to your joysticks. So they give you more control. MLB, it's super important for the way pitching and hitting work but I think it's probably very good for left stick dribbling and skill moves too. I imagine it's going to be really important for those and just like kind of gives you more control over everything like that. So I'm definitely gonna try that out. So that's a new addition. And most of all, you know, we're not talking like a hundred dollar investment It's $14.99. And I think all the YouTubers have uh, promo codes too for like five to 20% off or something like that. But you can also get them off Amazon, which is what I did. So that's a new... Upgrade for me on my Xbox with the generic Xbox controller that I have.
0: I am really interested cool. to hear about how that works on FIFA. I know you've only used it on MLB thus far, but I could see how that would actually be awesome in FIFA okay. for whether it's for trying to score off of free kicks or it's trying to execute skill moves or it's trying to get like better precision. Of, like with a def- when, like we both love controlling our defenders manually and just yeah. having a little bit more control over the speed at which those players are moving. I think it's interesting. And so I'm, I'm eager to hear uh, how that experience goes.
1: Yeah, I will report back as part of my I'm going to play with Kroif stuff about this too. remind me about that. And the last thing you, you didn't mention is it might help right stick switching, too, if it gives you better control over who you're aiming at. Oh, I kind That's of think one of my sh-
0: biggest problems in this game. Is Well, I think it's broken.
1: Is- I think it's every, even the pros complain about how broken it is. So I think it might be broken, but maybe it fixes it because you never hear any FIFA pros doing any of that. So maybe it's, it's, again, it's a $15 little just attachment. And it's not like you have to take off your controller and like, you know, take off these joysticks and stuff. It literally just clicks in. So it's, you know, transferable too if you have multiple controllers you want to switch between and things like that. So new edition, if you guys are playing MLB The Show and FIFA, you should definitely try it for MLB The Show because it's improved my game a lot. So that's pretty cool. Um, you know, we got a foot 22 trailer. And we, we do want to talk about Foot 22 going forward and stuff. I think we've gone really long, so I'm not sure we should talk about it this week because I, I don't know if we're getting a promo next week, so we might have plenty of time to talk.
0: Yeah, let's save it for another time. Uh, I think the trailer didn't really reveal a whole lot. You know, I think more people are just excited that FIFA 22 is coming because it means it's an end to FIFA 21. Uh, yeah. So yeah, let's, let's save it for another point in time and maybe there'll be more info uh, the next time yeah. we chat.
1: I will say the one thing is it does look like Mbappe does a bridge dribble in the video. So (laughs) that seems like it's here to stay. So, I mean, it's very possible they nerf it, but everyone who is hating that this year, uh, it looks like it's still here.
0: Okay. Yay. (laughs) Uh, Andrew, anything else you want to chat about on this episode?
1: No, hit us up on the tweets and online and stuff. We're still trying to stay relevant and, you know, stay interested in this game. I'm going to play. I will, I will maybe even, here's what I'll do. I'll promise I'll stream all the Rivals games I play too. And I will send out a tweet before I go live. And maybe I'll even try to figure out how to turn my face cam on. And so I'll do all the, I'll become like a real streamer for all of these games over the week. So you guys should come check that out.
0: And Andrew, where do they find you on on the internet, on Twitter? In the
1: tweets, on the tweets, okay. uh, it is foot underscore A-S-T. And that's the same on Twitch too, but I will tweet out the link when it's time.
0: Okay. Thank you. And you can find this podcast at foot underscore F-I-X, and you can find me at pace of a tortoise. And with that, thanks for joining everyone. This was your weekly hit of the foot fix. Hello, FIFA fans around the world. Welcome back to episode number 17. We're recording this on Sunday, July 11th. I'm your host, Tyler.
1: And I'm your host, Andrew. Welcome to your weekly foot fix. Tyler, to kick things off as always, what are you drinking?
0: I am drinking another Ecliptic Brewing uh, entry today. This is a brewery out in Portland, Oregon. This is their Sunray Juicy IPA. It's a seasonal offering and first time I've ever seen it in store, but it's fantastic. How about yourself?
1: Nice. I am drinking, it's kind of a little made-up concoction, but it's gin and simple syrup and a little bit of... um, bitters so i don't know i guess it's kind of like an old-fashioned but with gin because i've been drinking gin all day while watching the game so it's it's a little made up it probably does have a name so if someone knows what the name is i haven't looked it up but it's i like liquors with syrup so that's that's what i'm drinking so cheers
0: yeah cheers